0: Welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Tax Moves with Glenn Birnbaum. Glenn uh, had a question come up yesterday when we were talking about new planner EOPs and how we were going to look at um, kind of trading those things. And and the question came up was, what if a customer decides to use, uh, take his existing planner he has and use it with uh, precision components added to it? And the question was, is that a, a Section 179? know capital expense or is that a uh, more of a parts expense that you could expense out in in the first year
1: yeah it's a very good question casey and so you're talking about is something a repair or is something capitalizable and this is probably one of the you know one of the areas over the years that gets litigated a lot right is is this ordinary deductible business expense that I can write off immediately or is it something I have to capitalize and depreciate over the useful life so just just quick quick recap. Now with you know 2018 rules, just to recap on Section 179 and bonus depreciation. So Section 179 expense has been increased from 500 thousand to a million. So bottom line is I can write off you know a lot more stuff. Even if I have to capitalize something, we'll get to your question. But even if I'm forced to capitalize something, I may be able to still write it off right through through Section 179 expense. So that's a million dollars now was. 510,000 technically in 2017. Um, so that's one thing Then we have bonus depreciation and even better. It's now a hundred percent bonus depreciation, which means I can write off hundred percent of the asset and there are no caps on that. If you remember, we talked about, you know, the largest companies in the world um, can write off hundred percent of their equipment and it can be either new or used. So even if I'm forced to capitalize something, it may not matter because I can still write it off through depreciation, either 179 or bonus. Okay, so with that being said, though, um, this question, it, it gets into whether something's considered either a betterment, it's called a bar test, either an, a betterment, an ad- adaptation, so am I adapting something to a different use, or a restoration? Um, so just quickly on that, a betterment is you know increasing productivity, capacity, enlarging a building or something, that's a betterment, so if I have that, I, I've likely got to capitalize it an adaptation would be you know, something for, in, you know, at your dealership there, Casey, you know, if, if I, if you convert the warehouse or the shop to like a part to the showroom, right, you're kind of adapting that to a different use so that you probably got to capitalize that. And then the restoration one, there's a couple rules on that one, but one of them is, well, if, if something is just in such a state of disrepair, right, you know, the tractor's totally, it's been, you know, sitting outside for, you know, 10 years and I restore it then I've got to capitalize that. There's another rule that talks about how critical the function is to the overall equipment. So, again, it's either is it a betterment, an ad- adaptation, or a restoration. So the question is on your question on the planner judgment involved, but I would say it's probably a betterment, you know, because it's it's increasing the capacity of that planner, right, if you're going to make it maybe high-speed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you, could, you could have differences of opinion on this, but likely you would have to treat that as a capital item. Um, what do you think on that? I mean, it's, I think it's a betterment. But
0: no, I mean, I think the betterment's right. What was the definition for the adaptation part?
1: Um, you know, converting something from one use to another. Um, you know, adapting to a different use. Again, taking a warehouse and making it part of your showroom at the right. dealership. You know, something like that. So, yeah, that's definitely a betterment then. Yeah. So... Yeah. So anyway, now there's a couple there's a there's a couple little safe harbors that are out there just kind of, you know, these are guidelines that hey, if I fall into these rules that I'm I'm pretty comfortable that Darius is going to challenge me on this. So one of them, I mentioned this to you earlier is before the show here was, well, for a tractor, if, if I'm going to do some sort of routine maintenance. Or at least I think it's routine maintenance. Maybe the IRS doesn't. Well, how do we prove that? Well, if I'm expected to do it more than once in ten years on a tractor, so basically twice, if I'm expected to do this procedure, this this maintenance twice in ten years, I, I feel very comfortable. Dara says, "Okay, that's that's very clearly maintenance." So just keep that kind of threshold in mind too. Um, again, if it's if it's something i expect to do twice in 10 years pretty comfortable that that's going to be something i can expense directly i do not have to capitalize that
0: so what happens if you have an engine or a transmission go down in that time frame yeah you shouldn't expect the, to engine, do that, is a,
1: the engine is a tricky one this is probably one of the bigger <laughs> you know judgment calls facts and circumstances um the challenge is on on a, on the definition of a restoration, and these are the IRS regulations. So it's their interpretation of the code. So they provide very good guidance, but they view that I think they might say hey, that's a that's such a critical component of the tractor that you would have to capitalize that, right? Because it's just so critical to the overall tractor. Now, even if you did if you did have to capitalize it, and we're not always so sure that's the case, but if you did have to capitalize it you would be able to write off any remaining basis that you had in the engine. So in an example of, let's say, you know, $300,000 combine, and let's say we, we can show that, Hey, in that $300,000 of cost, 75,000 is the engine or, you know, and so that's 25% if I'm thinking I did my math, right? So 25% of whatever basis we have in that combine, when the engine blows, I could, I could write that off, right, if I already had. So even if I would be forced to capitalize something, and maybe, again, I can't write it off for 179 or bonus somehow, which is pretty unlikely. But if I am forced to capitalize the engine, I could at least write off the old engine. And so that's a common thing, Casey, on even like a roof or something, right, on a building. You know, maybe I've got to capitalize the roof. Maybe not. But if I do have to capitalize it, I can clearly write off any portion of the roof that's remaining. If I can specially allocate that, and as you remember, you cannot section 179 like a machine shed. So, you know, if you build a machine shed, you would have basis in your in your roof still there if something happened. Now, um, on a machine shed though, you can bonus depreciate a roof. So, um, anyway, just the engine is tough. I think you know if it. My position would be if it's not actually bettering or extending the useful life of the tractor. I would have a hard time saying you would capitalize it. But it is a very critical part of the, of the combine of the tractor. So, you know, somebody somebody might disagree with it. Right.
0: So the precision parts, you'd have to capitalize those, right? Yep. Basically because it's a betterment, right? Right. And then Correct. the engine, you'd have to capitalize that too. So if I – well, you're saying then I could write off three, through the seasonal repairs I do to my combine, for example. Like yeah. if I'm going to do yep. – feeder house chains and chopper knives and and change yeah, the engine oil and that kind of stuff
1: yeah yeah i mean sir you know stuff the the overall rule i didn't mention this you know if it's not expected to last a year or if it's only going to last a year then clearly you can deduct it mm-hmm. now if again you got that two out of the 10 years so that's where hey if i'm doing something twice in 10 years pretty good argument that i can deduct it um, and again my position case would be on the engine is i'm not so sure you have to capitalize it mm-hmm. but i think the irs position might be a little different but again if i could show that the facts on this is not actually extending the useful life of the tractor it's not really a betterment um, i think there is a position we you'd want to you know talk it over but i think there is a position that you could expense it as a repair but it wouldn't you know it's it's a gray area
0: right on okay man well if folks want to get a hold of you and get some more tax tax moves how would they do that
1: um, our website is www.hbcpas.com. Uh, it's Heinle Banner. We're a CPA firm in East Peoria, Illinois here. Um, you can always look me up on Twitter at, at Glenn Birnbaum.
0: Okay. And you can find Moving Iron Podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. You can also go to movingironllc.com to get more information about the uh, 2018 Moving Iron Summit, and you can see past and present episodes of the Moving Iron Podcast. So, um Glenn, until uh, next week. Have a good week, man.
1: All right, Casey. Thank you much. All right.
0: Thanks, buddy.